Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Here we are on End Times Friday. Good morning. Uh, Happy Friday. And it's uh, actually uh, Good Friday, too. Uh, mm. So it's, we, we often said Good Friday, End Times Friday. It's uh, the Good, good Friday, times Friday. Is, <laughs> is the day that uh, Christ went to the cross, and it's called mm. Good Friday. Uh, and the good news is that he did. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, fortunately, he was resurrected as well. So it didn't just go yeah. to his death, but he was resurrected. And You know, it's funny as you talk about that. There have been so many times recently that we have talked about the liminal space between what is and what's promised. Mm-hmm. And is, is Good Friday to Easter not that perfect example of what that liminal space mm-hmm. is? You know, as the disciples sat in wonder of, of are these promises that he made going to be true? What if, what if we just put our whole, the last several years of our lives on hold for and, and walked with him in this? Is it is it true? And they sat in that liminal space wrestling for that time. They really did, yeah. And their expectation was um, based upon what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, they, to me, it's always interesting uh, because Jesus over and over and over and over and over again told him what was going to happen right um you know i'm going to go to my death but i'm going to be raised again um and i'm, I'm going to bring life and i'm going to give you that i mean think about mm-hmm. um even you know when we, we get into the abiding in john 15 you know the the what's called the upper room discourse right uh john 13 14 15 16 and jesus is describing the life that's going to come um, and then 17, he prays to the Father about that, and then he goes to Gethsemane, uh, right. and, uh, which is on Thursday night, and then he goes you know, to his death on Friday. So um, he talks about, um, well, I'm going away. Right. Um, hey, where are you going? <laughs> right. And they, uh, and they couldn't understand that yeah. at that point. Are we they coming, didn't have are we, understanding. Are we, coming, are we coming with you? You don't know uh, where, mm-hmm. where I'm going. You can't go. But... I'm going to return to you, and mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. They talk about the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Father, through the Holy Spirit, and me, Jesus, will make our home with right. you through the right. Holy Spirit, and it's to your advantage that I go away, so that I can come back and now enter everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't be discouraged and don't don't be afraid. You know, and, and this is what's going to happen. Well. Um, they die. He died, uh, was buried uh, in a tomb. And um, as far as the disciples were concerned, that was it was over. Right. Um, that's that's what met the logic in their mind. Yeah. 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 Well, even because, having heard even having heard what he said, they hadn't pieced that together. Well, yet. because uh, think about, in a sense, why um, their expectation mm-hmm. and definition of Messiah 
And Jesus mm-hmm. said, I'm the Messiah. But their expectation, definition of that was was who? Right. Was what? Was an earthly king. Was an earthly king mm-hmm. that we are going to, remember they kept saying, uh, can We're we going to reign with him. Can, yeah. Can we be at your right hand? We want to be first, mm-hmm. you know, in your, in your council. Um, uh, because we've walked with you for three years, we get to be first, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they expected, and they couldn't get over that paradigm. Right. Even though he kept talking about it, no, no, no. Um, it's different than you think. It's spiritual. It's kingdom. Um, but they they so expected it that when he died, their 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 hopes were dashed of an earthly king. Right. Um, and so they really had had thought, uh oh, we we made a mistake. Um, we shouldn't have followed him for three years because we thought, we thought, we thought, and he's dead now. Um, and by the way, they're, they're going to come after us. So that they're very, very discouraged. Uh, interesting enough, by the way, none of them went to the crucifixion except John. Right. Because uh, they were already scattered and had given up. And, and fearful and, and fearful. lots of things going lots on. Of things. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it says uh, there, you know, Jesus is resurrected on Sunday. Uh, <coughs> the first thing he talks to is a woman um, mm-hmm. at the tomb, um, and don't be afraid. And you know, uh, they thought he was the gardener, but no, it's Jesus. And uh, they ran and told. They told actually Peter and, and uh, uh, John, who raced to the tomb. Uh, they see the loin, the the, the uh, uh, grave cloths are gone, are there, but but he's gone. Right. Um, and they're wondering, you know, what is this all about? Um, even if they said, the girls said, we've seen him. But uh-huh. it di- again, it didn't register. Right. Because uh, it's like, no, he's dead. You know, we're, we're toast. Well, and looking at things in logic. Yeah. 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 So um, think about from Friday mm-hmm. all the way through. And it, actually, it wasn't until Sunday, um, probably late afternoon into the evening, uh, that they they experienced Jesus again, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, you call this uh, you know liminal space. It's what I thought isn't happening, right? And uh, that's a hard place to be. It's a really painful uh, place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for them, it was super difficult because they had lost all hope of whatever they thought it was going to be. Uh, I guess we've followed the wrong guy. And by the way, we're in trouble because they know we're with them and they're going to come after us. And we're, we might be going to the cross next, um, which, you know, they'd rather not do. So, <laughs> <laughs> you think? Uh, but there's evidence. There's already evidence Sunday, Sunday of, of the resurrection, but they're still not quite getting it. And, mm-hmm. um, and they're meeting, they go back. Interesting enough, they go meet back in the upper room. Um, and they said, this is in John chapter 20, uh, they're extremely afraid for fear of the Jews and they're distraught. Right. Um, and unhappy and really worried. And, and they're not thinking at all. I wonder if, even after they have some evidence that, hey, I saw right. Jesus, he's not there, they didn't even then put two and two together. Well, yeah, remember he told us that stuff. I wonder, they weren't saying, hey, I wonder if. Hey, let's gather. I wonder if. It says they were completely afraid and discouraged. 
And then Jesus shows up through the wall. And it says this. Um, he says, Shalom. Covenant. I'm going to deliver to you the covenant. Shalom be unto you. And it says this. And they were greatly uh, joyful. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> they were glad. It says they were glad. They were overwhelmed with, oh, hallelujah. Oh, my gosh. Hallelujah. You're back. Oh, mm. fantastic. Um, and and their, their promise you know, which is what you're, you're trying to get to about this in-between space, was fulfilled. Um, and they didn't even quietly understand it, but see, God is faithful. Right. Is if you have a heart to receive, you have a heart to go, I'm going to deliver the promise that I give you. Yes. And, and I know you're in-between <laughs> from, yeah, you heard it, but you haven't experienced it yet. Uh, and he said, yeah, I know it's a difficult place. Trust me. I'm going to right. deliver it. I will deliver it. You know, and of course he did. And um, and then um, he was actually there for 40 days and, and uh, walking around and people were seeing him and, and talking to him. He even ate with him, which is something that I'm going to ask about, you know, is how does that work? How did that work? Uh, <laughs> but um, he, he says in Acts chapter one, he says, uh, you know, uh, get ready for the kingdom. Uh, you're going to be my witnesses. Mm-hmm. And their answer was, uh, when are we going to become earthly earthly rulers? <laughs> right. They still, they still says, are looking says, no. for this. Yep. He says that only happens at the very end, uh, mm-hmm. which actually we talk about it in the, we've talked about the millennium and right. the new heaven. Yeah, just and the a new, few weeks ago we earth. talked about yeah, that. that uh, well, it is going to happen. Mm-hmm. He is going to be earthly ruler on, on earth uh, at, during the millennium and then ultimately the ruler uh, in eternity on a new heaven and new earth, you know, which we right. talked about. Uh, so uh, it's really remarkable as we think about, you know, uh, the the place where a lot of people are is that, that they've lost kind of hope and wonder, particularly as we look at the the world today. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's nuts. It's just, and there's it's, such a spirit of discouragement and heaviness it's on It's discouragement, people. you know, and yeah. it's... Uh, it's this is not going well, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and the answer is yeah, no, it's not going well per se. But the hope is the resurrection. Hey, the hope is, the, is the covenant life. That's why he came to give us that life. And he kept telling the disciples, "Don't think earthly kingdom at this moment. Think mm-hmm. spiritual place. Think think uh, my life can be delivered to you. I can overcome the world and all the stuff you're going to go through." And of course, they all died, uh, martyrs. Uh, so a lot of people ask me, "Well, that doesn't seem like covenant to me." <laughs> uh, and I was like, "Well, while they were living, they experienced a covenant to the, actually to a blessed, such a blessed place that we'll, we might not even fully experience that." Right. And that, um, and then when they uh, were martyred, when they when they went home, um, I believe through the experience of what we see with Stephen is that somehow they're protected from the pain of it, um, but they're translated to be with God. And, and, and of course, Paul says to die is gain. And um, that's, that's okay. I'm okay. I can, I can go. I'd love to go be with God. You know, so um, probably was it pleasant? No, it wasn't pleasant. But um, they had covenant life and ultimately full covenant life, you know, to be with him. Right. Uh, so as we look at uh, this aspect of... Um, 
something that we actually didn't spend any time on, and it's uh, about Jesus's description uh, of the churches. Um, we never we never got into that detail. And one of the questions that came up is, what about the churches in uh, Revelation, and what do they mean, and how do we apply them to today? And since we're supposed to study Revelation uh, and pay attention, yeah. Uh, well, then let's let's spend some time. So we'll we'll spend some yes, time. Yes, there's in that. some great truth for us to yeah. look at there. Uh, okay, so if you'll go to uh, Revelation, uh, first of all, go to chapter one. Okay. Uh, at the end of chapter one, um, he's he's seeing Christ, uh, and go to just read verses seventeen uh, through uh, twenty. Uh, sure. One seventeen to twenty. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, but he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and, de and of death. I write the oh, sorry. Write these things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. Okay, so um, uh, Jesus says, uh, uh, "No, uh, yeah, don't be afraid." Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, interesting enough that uh, you know, in his presence, that's the first reaction. Oh yeah, uh, and it, it was all the way through Scripture. You know, is that people were afraid. Right. Uh, he said, "Well, don't be afraid." Um, I am uh, Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and mm -hmm. the end. Um, and um, uh, I am he who's living and was dead. Mm -hmm. Remember, and we talked about this, he's saying, I died at the cross. I took on the penalty, uh, but I'm alive and, I'm, and I live forevermore. And I've got the keys of, of Hades and death. Uh, so write everything that you're going to see. And then he says, I know you've seen something. You've seen uh, the seven stars in my right hand right. and the seven golden lampstands. Uh, mm -hmm. And he said the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So, uh, okay, now let's just take that a little bit all by itself. Okay. Um, when, he, when he talks about the seven, mm -hmm. he's not saying there's just seven churches. Right. He's saying that I'm going to be able to describe to you the entirety of all churches in some way. Right. And yeah, the number seven typically in the Bible shows a completeness, Completeness, correct? completeness yeah. all, reflective of all, uh, mm -hmm. representative of all. Uh, so um, uh, it uh, uh, says I'm going to describe to you basically the state of the church, uh, both now and, and at the end. Uh, and then secondly, um, he says that uh, the churches are lampstands. Okay, now just think about that. What is that supposed to represent? Lampstand actually gives light. It, it holds the light and, get, and light goes forth from it. Right, right. So that um, we, are, we are the issuance the church mm -hmm. itself is the issuance of the life of Christ, who is the light. Uh, but you are to be a lampstand reflecting the life of God. That's right. what the church is intended to do. And then he said, over those churches are seven angels. So there's angelic leadership. 
mm-hmm. um, over the activity of the church, again, on a universal basis. So it's not like, well, there's only seven angels. We know there's millions right. of angels. Uh, it's that the angels are there to serve and, and lead the church to be lampstands. Mm. Uh, so then he describes it. Uh, now, um, he immediately, in chapters 2 and 3, starts to describe the churches. Mm. Um, and it's really interesting because um, each one is set up in a way is that um, I'm going to describe to you, Christ. remember Christ is the one speaking, and, right, and he said to John, write it down. <laughs> Yes, pay attention, this is a big deal. Get your journal and write it down. (laughs) Don't Um, trust your memory on this one. (laughs) And again, um, when I talk to people about journaling, Mm -hmm. um, I even use this verse. That's awesome. Is, look, why, think about, why did Jesus have John write it down? So he got it all. Yeah. He could remember it and yeah. reflect back. Yeah, because he had to record it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't record it, you kind of get it. Mm-hmm. But literally within hours or, or even minutes, particularly by tomorrow, right? you wouldn't be able to write any detail down because yep. you, just, you just wouldn't remember it that much. Uh, so he said you got to journal it out. you got to write it down. So that's why we have journaling as part of our abiding is um, it's not a duty, it's a privilege right? to l- write down what he speaks, what he says, and then process it so that you begin to understand it and can go back and, and enjoy it. So your journal should be the joy, actually a joy of communication of, here's what God right. said to me, I got a question, here's, oh my gosh, look at this insight. Uh, it's really fantastic. And personally, what I experience and others do too, uh, you're in the flow and you write stuff down. And then tomorrow you go back and read it or, or this week you go back and read it and you think, I wonder who wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, wow. That's that pro- was pretty that, impressive. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty <laughs> profound. You know, it wasn't me. You know, it was the spirit, you know, and it's really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, okay. So he starts with Ephesus. So uh, go ahead and read um uh, one through seven. Uh, this is the first church, uh, which happens to be uh, Ephesus. To the angel of the church of Ephesus, write these things, says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate, who he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes i will give to eat from the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of god okay uh so he says um uh well i've got some positives for you mm-hmm. um uh, i know uh and, and just think of that fantastic word is god says i know all, i know all about what you're doing right <laughs> 
Um, and there's some great stuff going on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I know that your works are positive. Mm -hmm. uh, you labor. Uh, you put effort. Uh, mm -hmm. You have great patience. Uh, so you're not in a rush, uh, and you're not trying mm -hmm. to achieve things too fastly. Uh, you don't put up with those who are evil. And, and remember, the word evil here isn't dark, awful, black. Uh, it's um, you don't uh, allow things that annoy, frustrate, irritate, and cause you to stumble to rule over you. Uh, mm -hmm. So you haven't drifted into mediocrity. Uh, and I, well, I guess this is the way it goes, and, and I guess this is it. You know, and no, you you keep saying, wait a minute, we don't need to put up with this. We need to live, you know, a better life, and, and you do. Uh, you've tested those who say they're apostles, but they're not. <laughs> um, and in essence, they lie. Right. Uh, now, by the way, an apostle who says he's an apostle, does he think he's lying? No. No. No, he's convinced. Mm -hmm. I have the right way. Um, and he says, basically, and again, think about it, is that um, you keep evaluating what other people are saying, even those that claim to be. Right. And you test them. And the word test is you prove it out according to what? What you know to be true from the word and from what I've spoken. So it doesn't line up. It's really kind of right. simple, really. Right. If you stay true to it, well, does it line up? Mm -hmm. um, if it does, then, then okay, let's process it further. If it's not, well, you didn't need to put up with that. Now, unfortunately, right. the Christian world has drifted, and we'll see this later in other churches, but they've drifted into accepting false um, out of culture. Well, because it's, there's a lot of things that we'd rather hear. We'd rather believe something to be true about God than what is actually true about him. Right. Um, um, and then it says, um, uh, so you fought, you've tested those, uh, you mm -hmm. persevered, stayed with it, uh, and you've labored for my namesake and they have not become weary. In other words, you're not tired of, of your activity. He says, eh, but I got, I got something against you. And by the way, it's pretty significant. Um, yeah. what, what have they done? They've blessed their first love. Okay. Uh, they've left their first affection. Mm -hmm. um, okay, now this is this would be typical of churches that are theologically correct and they're doing works in the name of Christ, but they've lost the essence of the relationship. Right. So that um, the picture here is um, if you've if you've left your first love. I mean, think of a man and a woman. If you left your first love, what happened? That intimacy has died. And what'd you do? Yeah, well, you walked away from it. You them. walked away from it. You separated yeah. or divorced them. Um, I left my first love, which you uh, uh, remember uh, that what it used to be like, you know. And, and think about, uh, and this is true, and, I, and I'm, work, I'm working right now with... Um, um, uh, you know, a couple young couples. <laughs> um, and at the moment, you know, they would say they're in love. They have a great affection for each other. You know, it's just, it's just natural. Right. 
and then, uh, well, what happens? If, if over time they separate and divorce, they, lo they lost what that sense of beauty and wonder and joy emotionally with each other. So he says, when, you, when you've lost your first love, and, and, and what we teach, um, you know, uh, uh, what, what do you think it means? Um, but losing that first love is you, well, one, have stepped away from the intimacy of hearing with God and having joy in the relationship. And I think a lot of times it is that turning to all doing and not being. Um, so what, what have you stopped doing? You've stopped abiding. Stopped abiding. Uh, yeah. So what happened is that they they became uh, theologically correct. So they're mm -hmm. still following the Bible. Right. They're still following the Word. But it's no longer a love relationship uh, with abiding, and, they, and they've now moved away from that for the sake of truth alone. Right. Now, truth isn't to be abandoned, but it's in the it's in context of the life, the joy uh, of God. Um, and then he says, by the way, uh, which is interesting. Uh, you've you've walked away from from the abiding mm -hmm. um, and you've lost that love. And, and no longer do we have that intimacy. Right. And, and now, by the way, think about that. Um, who walked away? We did. We did. Yeah, See the, he the, did not. <laughs> uh, he said, I, I keep inviting you to that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, um, uh, you know, are you, uh, uh, do you have an opportunity to re regain the beauty of the relationship, uh, which is primary to what God wants? That, yeah, all these things are important, but he said not really as critical as the love relationship that I have for you and I want you to have for me. Right, I because don't want, that I, is the foundation of everything, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, then, and then he says this, he says, um, uh, remember from where you've fallen, mm -hmm. um, and what I really am asking you to do in verse five is what? Repent, mm -hmm. come back. Okay, now repent means what? It's a turning around, literally to Just turn around. Come on back. Just come back and re-engage mm -hmm. in the abiding. Right. And, and the love will come automatically because why? I'm the vine, you're the branches, the father's the vine dresser, and guess what I'm gonna give you? That life. natural fruit will be that. Yeah, yes. and fruit will come because I'm gonna give mm -hmm. you life and it'll be super abundant life. It'll be covenant mm -hmm. life. Right. You know, come back, repent, and come on back. Uh, he says, um, or else, what does he say? I'll remove your lampstand. Okay, so um, your ability to be a light, mm -hmm. he says, will be gone unless you repent. Mm -hmm. Okay, now think about why. He said, now, so far, all these things you're doing, they're still positive. But if you don't repent, What's going to happen? You you won't be able to shine my light. Right. 
right. because you know coming back you're leaving your first love i think about um and even, even when he says you'll do the first works you'll love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and love the love your neighbor as yourself you think about that and if we aren't walking fully loving him what what light is there to shine even the the lampstand will go dim yeah yeah <laughs> you know? and, and see when he says i'm going to remove it he says uh, you'll still function mm-hmm. but you will no longer be a church you'll be a you'll be a human organization right now you're and, just a, and potentially even a very well run effectively humanly led great social club organization we see those on many many street corners right now yeah yeah and and even you could even be continuing to teach mm-hmm. scripture but mm-hmm. you're not a church anymore, right? Because uh, you're you've lost that essence, right? Of what I am, and you're teaching about me, but you're not teaching me, right? And there's no value to that, and mm-hmm. I'm going to remove it. I'm taking you. You're no longer a church. You're mm-hmm. out. Um, he says, um, if you have an ear, let you hear to what the Spirit says to the churches. If you overcome, uh, I'm going to bring you back to the tree of life which is in the middle of paradise. Okay, paradise, by the way, is heaven. Mm. He says, come back to heaven. Come back to that joint place that we've talked about. Remember, he created heaven and earth together. He said it's a unit. Mm -hmm. Come back to that place. Come back to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. I'm urging you. um, uh, I'm I'm not unhappy with everything you've done. Mm-hmm. And you got you got an opportunity here to, right. re, to repent. And so as, as we look at that as it applies to us personally, mm-hmm. um, here's the question to our audience is, are you theologically correct, mm-hmm. but you have lost your first love? You're, you're not in the mm-hmm. intimate relationship where there's joy, where there's life, where right. there's uh, fantastic uh, uh, relationship, intimacy. Uh, apart from me, you can do nothing. And really what he's saying is if you continue that way, yeah. you're going to become worthless, completely worthless. There and will I can't, be no fruit. I can't do yeah. anything. I'm actually going to remove it of any possibility mm-hmm. unless you repent. Uh, mm. And so the, the idea would be that, you know, are you abiding? Are you enjoying life? Are you having the intimacy with Christ? If not... Take, take what he says here to the uh, church of Ephesus is, well, why don't you repent? Come on back, and I'll just re- re-engage the life again. Uh, right. And that's my heart. That's God's heart you know, for us. So mm. uh, it's, really, it's really an interesting thing. And, he, and he, he sets this up in Revelation, which is saying, uh, these are the way the churches throughout history are going to go. And, and as it approaches the end, you're going to wind up in one of these seven places. Right. And let me let me give you an encouragement and let me give you a challenge. Yeah. Uh, and a truth. And that's why right. you know, be careful here because everybody thinks, well, we're part of the church, so I guess everything's going to be good. He said, well, actually not. Um, I do have things that I need to uh, show you is true that if you don't repent, then you're not going to be a lampstand anymore and you won't be experiencing this life. Something that's so important to pay attention about that. I think sometimes it can be easy to to read some of these and point fingers and well, I see that one and I see this one <laughs> and I see that. And we are his church. 
I have personal responsibility. I am his temple. So the place I start in applying this is my heart. Absolutely. God, does this apply to me? And is there something you want? Is there something I need to repent of? Am I am I falling into this? And let him do the heart work there and bring you to repentance personally um, before you go chasing down every church on the corner that yeah, may yeah. reflect this. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? um, and he's, he's not talking about... Um, an organization right uh, and that's what you're trying Talking to say about here. his people his it's body. really it's really it's really personal yeah um, are you individually mm -hmm. and you and your spouse and you and your family um, yeah and did are, you what you just said that grows out it starts you individually you and your spouse you and your family yeah maybe you and your small group you know right. it and it ripples out that's right yeah. so you could be see so you could be uh, repentant Mm -hmm. and get back to the first love and literally everybody else in that organization that that church mm -hmm. name that you go to that building you go right. to they could still be in that in that uh, uh, a place where they're theologically correct but they've lost their first love so it's not it's not the the name of the entity you go to right it's you <laughs> yes yes uh, yes and then ideally it's gather people around you mm -hmm. and have a community that together and learns how to abide and, and see right. you know how, how expansive it can get. So we'll pick it up uh, next week. What we're going to do here right. in the next several weeks is uh, go through these churches. It's really mm -hmm. interesting stuff and challenging, by the way, uh, yes. because he lays it out and he didn't say, yeah, everything's fine. Oh. He says, I have something against you and I want you to understand it. And there's consequences to this. You need uh, to understand it, and, yeah. And so get ready, particularly as he, you know, it says to John, tell everybody to get ready, mm -hmm. and I'm coming back for my bride, and I, right. I kind of, I kind of need him to be with me, <laughs> right? <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be fun. Anyway, we'll pick it up, and hope you have a great, great. Easter. Uh, All right, thank great, you. You too. Great night tonight with uh, celebrating his death, and then uh, Sunday with the resurrection, and. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, have uh, let it let it be a good reminder, uh, like you said, Kathy. Of yeah, it can be a, a moment of of loss and discouragement, but there's the resurrection's coming. And Absolutely, believe it and trust it. So, well, uh, happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Have a great afternoon. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.